Toy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, it's Trent here, and it is fantastic to have your company today for episode two. This week on Toy Power, we're going to hit up all the latest news and then jump into a review of Hawkeye. Joining me today in the Toy Power studio, we've got Ben. G'day, g'day. And Frank. Hello, hello. And let's kick it off with a bit of, um, what should we say, walked her home, walked alone, <laughs> Or wearing some cologne. I, I think the votes are in, and uh, I've got this one. You, you do. You, it you, it you, smells you... like you're right. <laughs> <laughs> we, well, I think the clincher was the actual CD cover yep. with the lyrics. I think that's definitive. But but broadly, I think the walk alone seemed to be the majority of what the responses we got on the Discord. Yeah, yeah. There was, there was some conjecture amongst the, the Patreons, but... Uh, in the end, there seemed to be, uh, you know, all evidence pointed to cologne. So, yeah, Ben's not no, happy no, about that. No one, no one <laughs> heard no. Uh, my lyrics, so <laughs> you, you, you were all alone, <laughs> walking alone, yeah, all yeah, alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved it. Yeah, it wasn't even in the, the debate. But I think I've reclaimed some level, yeah, yeah something from okay. the Master Raid debacle, haven't I? Like I'm back. I'm not. I mean, maybe not level pegging. You're fifty-fifty at this I, I, point. I'm back. So we need. I feel like we need a third debatable lyric <laughs> and just see see where, where you land. Got I don't want to go back down again <laughs> into that master eight territory. But all right, all right. Let's jump into some news. Three, two, one. Cue music. So what have you got for me? And it's a very merry Krampus from the Four Horsemen. Now, this was was this a bit out of left field? This Krampus figure, um, Four Horsemen just dropped it, dropped a holiday themed, four beautiful Mythic Legion style figure, and it's the figure of Sura's Krampus. It's done in a traditional Legion style, and he comes with alternate hands. He's got the basket mm. and a bundle of sticks. Can someone tell me about Krampus? Krampus is, uh, I believe, German in origin. Yes. I, um, and he's their, um, I don't know, version of Santa Claus, if you will. Uh, I believe it serves the Does same purpose. Does he look purpose. like that? Yeah, basically. Goat like he's, man. He's goat not, head. He's not, maybe, I think they might have embellished <laughs> the goat features. Right. But he's a, a disheveled, as I understand the, the legend anyway, a, a disheveled, grumpy old man who, yes... Naughty and nice, but he gets around with a uh, you know a bundle of sticks, and if you're nice, you you cop off your naughty. Sorry, Ooh. you uh, cop a whack with some of those sticks, and I think if you're nice, you get a lump of coal. So, right, okay, keep um, you warm at night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think either encounter with Krampus here would be uh, terrifying for the younguns. Yeah, uh, it's I, I think it's kind of cool where you get this. You know, uh, Christmas has this particularly rosy sort of yes. look to it which you can largely thank coca-cola for the big fat guy in a red suit um this is a little bit more 
realistic and after the last couple of years is probably probably more accurate to how some people feel about Christmas oh. in the world right now. <laughs> so dark. It is dark. Um, it's got a big tongue. Yeah. Like a like a demon tongue. Yeah, yep. I like it. Yeah. I like it. So just to clarify, I was listening to uh, My Wife Is Gonna Kill Me and they sort of looked at this quite carefully and they said it's not mythic legions and it's not the space legions or whatever. Ooh, okay. it's cosmic thing. legions yeah. it's yes. its own thing holiday so, legions oh, right. no, yeah, no more sort of um, you know fairy tale sort of Ooh, or, you gotcha. know, that, yes. that, that sort cool. of um, aspect so there could be other things you know uh, not um, I don't want to use the word mythical but like you know like characters from Easter lore Bunny. Yeah, characters okay. from yes. you know law that uh, go into this you know using the bucks and things from uh, you know mythic legions and uh, cosmic legions. Yep. But uh, yeah, who knows if we'll see some more? If I think this is getting a lot of a praise around mm. the internet, and a lot of people have jumped on it. And uh, I think John Clawfield said it actually uh, was released in the European uh, day of uh, that is they you know talk about or celebrate or whatever yes. uh, Krampus. So yeah. they uh, obviously did a bit of research uh, in, before they released this character so very very cool but it was cool because it was just there people yes. had it yep. and it wasn't you know oh it's coming in six months or 12 months it was there i think that's a very clever idea wait, just to you mean you up. can announce a toy and sell it the same day you it's, don't have to wait a year and a half it's I don't kind understand. of refreshing isn't it like it's just so nice to see something that's on the shelf yeah, buy it now not in six months time which is which is wonderful this reminds me of a story i may have told on the podcast before but it was a christmas party that I had at one of my workplaces, and I we left it till the last minute to get the Santa outfit. So we went into the dress-up shop, and we we needed two costumes. We needed Santa, and we needed his little helper. And we we managed to get a Santa. And I said, "Look, what have you got in the way of like you know elf costumes, little helper costumes? Because I'm going to be the helper. Mm-hmm. My mate here is going to be the Santa." And they said, "Look, all we've got left is a snowman outfit, <laughs> right? So it was you know." It was a pretty lame outfit, and that's clearly why it was left. Sure. But, and it had no face. Um, so, just it had a top hat, and I'm like, oh, this is a bit, you know, yeah. dicky to not have, you know, like a mask on or anything. Anyway, so we get to the get to the um, party, and there's a face painter there. And I said, well, it's perfect. You can at least do me up a snowman face. And she's like, what are you thinking? I'm thinking, oh, and it was around the time that the Dark Knight came out in oh, theaters. Oh, here we go. And I said, look, have you seen The Dark Knight? And she's like, yep. Yeah. I go, just do me like Heath Ledger. And so I had this, I had a, I had a Heath Ledger style Joker face. At the, and the kids were coming up. They wanted, obviously, to sit on Santa's lap to get, you know, their, their wish list. But they had to contend with Heath Ledger snowman. And it was quite frightening. And some of the parents were like, now, if you're good... Santa will come, but if you're not, that snowman yeah. is coming. Yeah, and so that, that reminds me of Krampus. It's sort of like he's the one you don't want, you know, knocking on your door with his bundle of sticks. The kids are going to um, go up to Santa, terrified by this snowman. You'll be like, "Why so serious?" <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh. <laughs> Nightmares. Yes. All right. Speaking of nightmares, uh, let's talk uh, Haslab Rancor. Because wasn't that a... Um, wonk, 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 wonk. <laughs> exactly right. Um, for those who uh, might have missed the biggest toy story going around in the last week or so, the Haslabs Rancor joins Cookie Monster <laughs> yes. on the uh, on the dust Only the pile. second one. Second yeah. Haslabs to not be funded. It got close, in fairness. I think... Uh, uh, Nick G on our uh, Patreon was following it, you know, hour by hour and posting updates. And I sort of happened to be have a free minute at work and 
jumped on. I think with about half an hour to go, we got as high as like eight five, okay. needing nine thousand for the um, to be funded. Yep. And then it just kind of stopped. The deadline passed, but the numbers still seem to keep creeping up. You know, it was doing eight, it, just a couple every every few minutes, and we're like, but you couldn't actually hit the order or buy now yeah. button. So the we were like, oh, they're still counting. <laughs> the theory was is that, you know, oh, this is the Hasbro employee still putting in their last-minute yep. orders to get it over the line. And then at some point, they obviously called it and went, nah, big banner come up saying, has not been funded, and you just watch the numbers fall off a cliff. It's like all the stores or whatever had obviously just pulled out their pre-orders and went, nope, and it dropped down to like 800-something. Oh, yeah, because I saw that last number. I'm like, that's, yeah. surely that can't be right. Yeah. So it dropped after, okay, yeah. which makes sense. Yeah. Now, they did something, since we talked about this last, Yeah. we said, you know, where's our Rancor Keeper? Where's Ula? You know, all those characters that seem to really fit in with this set that they kind of didn't go with. Now, are we right in saying that um, Malachi, who is the Rancor Keeper, did he come in at the nine? Like, so if you if it just got funded, yes. yep. he was yep. there. You yep. were getting him. It wasn't no, a stretch goal. Yep. No, was, no card or anything. It was just going to yep. be basically in a bag in the with the box. But just a vanilla rancor would get you the rancor keeper. Right. Cool idea, but about six weeks too late. Oh to no, I get that. Like, it, it seemed very desperate to correct, do it that way. Correct. Like it, they kind of almost had given into the fact they were just happy to get it over the yeah. line. And, and stretch goals were almost out of the question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was so late into the procedure, they didn't even have a rendering or anything of the Rancor Keeper. Yep. All the pictures around lo- online are uh, fan creations. Is that right? Yeah. There was not so, even a picture oh, to wow. say this, or even a grayscale, dare yeah. I say it. Like, yes. there was nothing. So, yeah, it was all a little bit, little bit too late for old mate. And, uh, yeah. Okay, so what is this... Now, we know Cookie Monster... You know, he didn't get funded, and we have. Monster was the very first one. Am I right? No, I reckon he was the second. Oh, after the Razor Crest. Uh, no, I oh, reckon sorry, the, the, the Sail Barge, barge was course, the very first course. one. I reckon Cookie Monster was thereabouts. You know, like in that second, third kind mm. of territory. Uh, he didn't make it through. Now we haven't heard anything more about the Cookie Monster or that franchise for yep. that matter. Like it's yeah. it's kind of yep, it, 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 it was done and dusted and it's gone. What do we think? What are our predictions in terms... Are they going to have another crack? Like, in a sense, you know, I, I read some of the commentary by Hasbro after this debacle. Mm. And and they said... they said I'm going to paraphrase here. But they said something along the lines of, oh, it's good to know what the fans think. This is why we crowdfund <laughs> it, so we know what's going to be popular and what's not. And so this is good feedback for us. But I think they've missed a trick. If that's their response... Yeah. They've missed a trick in what's their culpability on this. Correct. I reckon this is all on them. I don't think. I think there was fan demand for a quality campaign and a rancor that looked decent in terms of the paint applications. I think. And look, maybe there's nothing wrong with this. You know, I don't think this is how the he should have looked in terms of the color scheme. And I've been quite vocal on that. Mm-hmm. But with movies, you know, there's a puppet that's a certain color. Then you overlay the lighting. That's what it looks like on screen. It's obviously very darkly lit. We know the puppet looks nothing like that in terms of the color scheme, but maybe when you see it on screen, maybe that color kind of represents it. So mm. I, I don't I don't know, but to me it wasn't the right color choice. But they clearly stuffed up the campaign. I wonder how much ownership Hasbro are taking on the fact this didn't get through and how much they're saying, oh, fans didn't want it. <laughs> I think if I think you're right, a probably run campaign 
color choices and all those sorts of things. I think fans would love a yeah. massive Rancor in scale with their, their six-inch Black Series figures. I think there's demand for that. There's not a demand for this thing that they, this abomination that they yeah. put up. I think, uh, who was it, Ben? You showed me uh, some a little video that Grayscale Warrior, I think, put together on Instagram. That basically, no, no, that was, was, was a Horde, Hordak, what's his name? Um, Hordak guy. That no, was Hordak. Hordak, okay. Someone yeah. else, sorry, on Instagram. And basically, it was a, it was a bit of a, almost a TikTok style parody video that had bits and pieces from the live stream that the Hasbro team did uh, cut together of them just saying, yeah, this is going to be great. And you could just see the deadness in their eyes. Yeah. They weren't smiling. No. You know, awkward. they weren't excited. They weren't excited no. for it. Yeah. And, and fans don't under, underpin that. Like fans recognize that sort of stuff. And if these guys aren't excited about it, then they're obviously not caring about stuff like the color choice, like the inclusion of the, the rank or keeper. Um, people, people notice that. And then people, if, if the team who make it are struggling to get excited about it, you don't then turn around and blame the fans when it doesn't no, get funded. It, it, yeah. To me, it's an odd... It was an odd, Look, I know there's corporate jingo yes. and lingo and all that going on in this case. But I think... I, I get the impression if Hasbro are honest, they'll recognise that they have a key role to play in the fact this didn't get funded. I think with Cookie Monster, I think it was a, a pretty good puppet. Maybe the pricing wasn't yeah. quite right for what people thought at the time. But the Cookie Monster, really, that was yeah, okay. That showed that there's not a lot of interest in that at this stage. Mm. I think there's plenty of interest in a Rancor done right, and that's yes. why it begs the question: Is this coming back in another form, or are they just going to shelve it? Because there's a lot of development Correct. that's gone into this to date. It'll definitely come back. You reckon you're yeah, calling it coming back? Hundred percent. It'll come back. It'll come back when Book of Boba Fett or something's you know doing really well, or you know when a new movie comes out or when uh, Obi-Wan comes out or something, they'll yeah. try and, you know, release it around the time when some, Star Wars has got some hype, uh, mm. you know, visual medium. Now, so. you're saying they're just going to chuck it out there to market or are you saying they're no, going to no, put no. another Kickstarter? No, they'll put another Kickstarter, I think. They, they need to make sure they get it right. Mm. Otherwise, at market, it'll, you know, it'll cost them a lot and yes. they'll be... Uh, I agree. I don't think they'd put it to market. I think it's coming back as a Kickstarter. Yep. But they have to acknowledge they got it wrong. Mm. And I just wonder if they're going to do that. That's that's well, my question yeah, mark. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's because prior to this, the Star Wars items that we have seen through Haslept have been wildly successful. You think of the Sail Barge being number one. You think of the Razor Crest that met all of its stretch goals. And there was a little... I feel like in the fan base, there's a little bit of an element of, well, Hasbro just think they can throw out anything with a Star Wars label on it and it gets through. And this is a wonderful example that that is not the case. Yeah. I, I think just uh, rewinding a little bit, I think the sail barge, they had to extend it a couple of times oh, to, in they? order to get it over the line. I might be wrong there, but I think because it was so early on, yeah, I they think that extended being, it. That first being one. the first yeah. one, yeah. people were a little understand. bit apprehensive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Horde Weld. Give, Horde Weld. Give Horde Weld Horde Weld on Instagram a follow. He's got an absolutely amazing video to showcase, and he got to it straight. You know, it sums it up. It's, an, it's, an hour yeah. of the uh, rancor. Uh, yeah. You know, not doing so well. Uh, he we had probably had it made ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think you could see the writing on the wall. I think we yeah. all called it that it wasn't going to go through. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. All right, moving on to another more successful. Kickstarter, and that is the Sky Striker, and that is funded. Um, so the GI Joe Sky Striker jet comfortably made it through 
it, it ended up just falling short of 17,000. And I watched this one with great interest. We got the stretch goals. I think Scarlet in her sort of uh, spacesuit flight suit was there at about uh, 14,000. Then Ripcord, who's a very cool looking kind of like all black with green fighter pilot with a mask. He came in at 16,000. We needed 18,000 to get the flag crew. So basically, you know, those guys that wave, you know, on Top Gun, they wave the paddles. They're literally flag crew. They're literally fla- flag, flag crew. crew yeah, the two, flag. two okay. flag crews. <laughs> yep, the, the crew. They, they were 18,000, so we didn't quite get to that. Now, I went in on the uh, on this Kickstarter, on this um, Hazlab. Out, can I just quiz you? Did you go in once it was funded at the no. base level, yeah. or did you go in Before. pre Pre. Right so, on. so what uh, I was having a bit of a chat with our uh, good friend and patron, Colin Betts. Nice. Um, and we got chatting, and he said, Look, are you going in on it? And I said, Look, no, I'm not because I can't, for one, being in Australia, and I can't see it on Zing. It might come up or it might not. Mm. Now, I think Colin was trying to rally some support, and he said, Look, if you want to, you can chuck it in with my order, and It'll ship same cost to Canada, and then once it's here, you know, then just shipping Ordered to Australia. Yeah, sort of thing. Cool. Yep. And cool. I said, look, sweet. If it doesn't pop up in Zing in the next couple of days, I'll jump on. So I jumped on, mm. um, on the morning of. Um, so it hadn't it hadn't even made the funding goal at that point, and and Colin, we we, we so watched this is, it. This is the last day of the campaign. Sorry. Yeah, this and is, it hadn't quite met the hadn't made the it, funding goal. hadn't made the Ooh. funding goal. I think from okay. memory, right? So. And I don't know if we're talking in the US or where we were, but for me, it was in the morning of, it was sitting around just under 10,000. And I think 10,000 was the funding goal. So it was under, but we, we were in, and I was I'm confident it's going to get funded, right? And then it's just a matter of what stretch goals we get. And Colin and I were, were on the, the messenger mm. and we were watching this thing kind of minute by minute over the last <laughs> hour. Nice. And we were watching it go, and yep, there, okay, there it is, it's funded. Okay, there's there's Scarlet. And once it got funded, boom, it just went oh. skyrocketed. Scarlet got in, and I'm like, I was looking at the trajectory when we hit, because he's like, I just want that Scarlet figure. Mm. So I got Scarlet, and then I'm like, I was looking at the trend. Like, I didn't do any mathematics, but I was just sort of gauging it. I'm like, we're going to get Ripcord, and I reckon it's 50-50 on whether we get to the crew. Just, it's got it. maybe it has a, if it has a bit of a... Um, exponential yeah. lift will get the crew but if it's just going to be straight line we're just going to we're going to miss it uh, which is what look at the end of the day you know Colin Colin is a massive fan of G.O.J. I think they were happy you obviously you want the two extra figures mm. if you could but in my mind we got the best figures you yeah. know the flight yeah, crew yeah. they're not super exciting but Scarlet and Ripcord were very cool so it was actually so much fun it was like for nerds Watching like Formula One or you know, horse racing or something, right? Oh, it was like, yeah, well, there we go, we got, we got, got the stretch goal, we got Scarlet. Woo. We and had a little party. Around the final and... turn, here's another yeah. five thousand. Yeah. I'm looking for four thousand, yeah. four thousand backers. Oh, he's home. We've got ripcord. But anyway, it was a lot of fun. So congratulations on the Sky Striker. The only downside of this is this is a 2023. What release? Oh, wow. Twenty three. That's huge. Because uh, Colin was saying, oh, he was t- he was telling me about how he was going to display it. Yeah. So he's like, I've got my flag here. I've got these other two sky strikers <laughs> here. I'm gonna have Robo Skull coming in, you know, here. Yeah, and, yeah. and I'm like, mate, that sounds wicked. I can't wait to see the photos. And he's like, well, we'll You're see him have in. To. <laughs> yeah, see yeah. him in. See him in 2023. Far out. Hmm. Well, congratulations. That's yeah. all I gotta say. Yeah, that's cool. That's awesome. 
All right, moving on to Marvel Legends. And this is a, a show we're going to talk about a little bit later on today, but they have revealed a couple of new figures coming from the Hawkeye TV show as seen on Disney+. Plus. We get Now, these are digital renders at this point, but so far, you know, the digital renders have been pretty faithful to what we get at the end. Uh, we get our first looks at Clint Barton, a.k.a. Hawkeye, and Kate Bishop, as they appear in the show. Now, I've got to take to task this a little bit. It basically gives away that their new uniforms. Of course. Yeah, that's well, right. that, that, that's not even up to date yet. We haven't seen those. That's, my, that's my yeah. point. So yeah. it's, it's technically a bit of a spoiler for the show. Now, I guess it's a superhero show. You could sort of argue, you know, they were always going to get some sort of outfit. But as far as if you're watching it currently, four episodes in, we haven't seen those no. suits. No, um, they're, they're in the latest episode they're alluding to maybe a team that's going to make Correct. them some suits. Yeah. And that's about as close as we got. So you kind of know it's coming, but it is a spoiler. Well, she yeah. she uh, sits in the diner and colours in a little diagram. Yeah. yeah. She, it she, says purple. That's you should right. be a purple. You need to broaden your your brand image. Yeah, yeah. that's you know, right. Things. You're too plain, <laughs> you know. So, yeah. yeah. I'll say that's a pretty good likeness of, of Jeremy Renner. Um, I've, I feel like they've maybe aged up Kate Bishop just a little bit yeah, in she comparison to the actress. She's got a few kind of moles, like the actress mm. um, has a few moles on one side of her face, which I can't see on that render. Mm. Um, and, and in the TV series, and I don't know what they're going to look like in the final episode where they don these costumes, mm. but they've got, you know, nicks and cuts yeah, and all sorts of things up. on their face, which they don't have in this. Fake. So I'd be interested. But I, I think, yeah, for me, the Kate Bishop face just looks a bit too... I don't know, serious or older or something. There's, there's not that youthful kind of. She spends half comic. The, she spends half the series so far making wisecracks and yeah. having a grin on her face about the whole thing. And, so, and I'd like to see that because that's a big part of her character. Mm. I would have liked to see that rather than this very stoic, plain sort of yes. look. Kind of capture some of that comedy or those quips that she has. Mm. Anyway, may, maybe there'll be an alternate head. I don't know, but. Mm. But very, a very, I love this show. This show is great. I can't yep. wait to get to chatting on it. Um, also, do you think can we? Do you think we'll see Hawkeye with a little hearing aid or not? Do you think ooh, they'll uh, detail. that? That yeah. would be that would be some pretty intense molding at a, at a six inch scale. <laughs> oh, just, to... You just you just put it in there. You don't allow it to. Yeah, it's be not taken really oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. a little. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, if they can, if they can mold an ear, I'm sure they can paint it grey. Just put a know? little black dot in there. That's wow. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the biggest toy store there is. All right, moving on. 35 years since the original RoboCop film came out. Can you believe that? So, no. after years Oof. of fans hoping, NECA has finally been able to secure the likeness rights for Peter Weller. So, what do they do with this? They release not one but two ultimate RoboCop figures. So we've got a wicked-looking RoboCop figure with, uh, you know, his regular gun. I think it's got a proper name for it, but uh, his, you know, normal pistol. The leg gun. That's right. Mm. Yep, the leg gun. <laughs> and uh, the thing I love about this RoboCop figure is he's got that sort of oil, you know, petrol sort of uh, look to it, you know, the, the shininess yep. of the armor. I freaking love that because all the other releases have just been a straight silver you know, shine to it. Yep. But this has got that real oily, slick, you know, sort of purple-blue 
tinge to it. I freaking love that. Uh, so yeah, we get the um, the helmeted head. You get the alternate head. You get the uh, you know USB on the end of his um, finger, and uh, then you get the huge rifle, which I think he uses in one of the other movies. I don't think it's number one, but yeah, uh, he. So that's a uh, you know ultimate figure number one mm. and then ultimate finger number two is a battle damaged version with that same uh, sort of oil slick look and uh, lots of bullet holes and things like he needs to go back to his chair for um, repairs Repairs. and of course you get the chair you get the chair unit that plugs into the back of his head and everything of course you get the alternate head the gun Uh, you get a firing sort of um, you know blast out of the gun which is awesome on both figures and uh, I just think the fact that you get this you know repair station uh, battery you know you know, mm. charging unit is uh, fantastic. And uh, I think a lot of people, that's going to be a photographer's dream. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so, I, you know, big thumbs up uh, for uh, NECA going all out with these two Ultimate figures. How is that all going to fit in one of those standard size it's gonna boxes be, we see from NECA? Like, you think about the yeah. even your Marty McFly's and those sorts, and they're all about the same yes. size. Yep. This is coming with a full-on accessory that is... Almost as much material as the figure itself. Oh, right? yeah, exactly. I think it'll be in a deluxe kind of box. Yeah, mm. yeah, but I love the good. detail. Look, it's even got those little office chair wheels yeah, on the yeah, bottom. Yeah, like you can casters, slide this yeah. thing around. Yeah, well, those it, to me, it looks like a pallet jack. It looks like <laughs> yes. a, yeah, 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 it does. Still in the 80s, NECA have gone to another fan favourite uh, movie, or I should say Scotty's favourite movie, uh, old school Flash Gordon. Uh, this is an 80s movie homage set. Now, we've seen NECA do a few Flash Gordon and even Ming the Merciless figures more based on the animation. This is looking straight from that horrific movie that we oh, love. You heard oh. me. I said it. I said it. Uh, this was announced during their summer convention. Uh, it's set to ship to Walmart stores soon, and it will be, unfortunately, a Walmart store exclusive. What we get is a bit of a two-pack with Flash Gordon and Ming. Basically, there's a bit of parts reuse here, which is to be expected, but looking very much like they did uh, in the movie. We've got the the green football. We've got a giant sword. We've got some alternate hands and stuff. And now that Ming, regardless of what you think of the movie, that Ming is just amazing. I I think the whole just mint on card like that, it looks fantastic. It's a great little set to open up sort of uh, barn windows that open up into mm. the uh, sort of a TV yellow box that you're viewing yep. on, a nice little backdrop walking down some stairs and uh, there's Ming and Flash standing there. And we were like, you know, because they have released uh, Defenders of the Earth and mm. they've released sort of the cartoon and the um, homage to the original toys. Then they did the comic versions, which were a bit, you know, a bit left field, weren't mm. really uh, too many people's As well you know, known, thing. I don't think. yeah. yeah. Uh, and then to come out with this, I think this is going to be this is the right way they should have released it. So well done, and I think Scotty's quite excited and uh, going to find a way to grab put his hands on these. So mm. good luck. Yeah, very very cool. All right, we had a tease during the week of the Warner Brothers. What is that? A uh, the the sort the, of the water tower. The water tower. Yes, yeah. the water tower where we all know uh, who lives in that. So again, we were all anticipating some reveals. From the Animaniacs, and we did get some ultimates in the Animaniacs line. Uh, obviously, Pinky and the Brain, but we're also getting Yakko, Wacko, and Dot. So very, very uh, cool figures with lots 
and lots of accessories. So uh, just having a quick look through these, um, Pinky looks like he's got the head he comes with plus two extra alternate heads and a few sort of beakers and, and science gizmos and gadgets, all the hands, etc. Um, the brain, look at that. Look, his the facial expressions, he's got two heads. Perfect. But they're brilliant. Like uh, the expression on that alternate head is just so, so brilliant. And he's got the magnet, the giant magnet. He's got the earth on a, uh, a key ring, key ring. because yeah. they they are life size. <laughs> yeah, like they, they, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you're right. That's right. Yeah, yeah they're the size yeah. they would be. <laughs> yeah, and and obviously all the beakers and and so forth. So they're wonderful. Um, and then the Animaniacs as well. Very very cool. Yeah, they, okay, they come and dot. Yeah, yeah, come with all the alternate heads. Lots of character. Lots of expression. Um, which is which is fantastic, so, and the chalkboard. Like, yeah, yeah, so you know that's from that episode where they go through all the countries all, all, of the world, all the, and the states, states of America of the, and yeah. the countries of the yeah. world. Yeah. So there, there was one um, thing where they talked to the actor, uh, the, the voice actor of uh, one of the characters. I can't remember who it is, and he was able to recite it. Like oh, he wow. is, he is, you know, <laughs> twenty years older than what he was when he did that show, and because he had to recite that. Obviously, yeah, practice, practice. Yeah. One take. He was, yeah, he was, <laughs> he was able to rattle it off, and uh, I was like, "Wow, that's you know, dedication." So, I like. There's not many toys that my wife is like, "Oh, that's cool." Anymore, she's seen yeah. my room grow over the years and be like, "Oh, you've got a, you know, sickness. too much." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just calm down a little bit. When she, when I showed her these, she's like, "Wow, wow, these are pretty darn yeah, cool." Yeah. So, I think these are going to appeal to a lot of people that don't usually collect yep. uh, yeah, heaps I of agree. toys and things so i think uh, super seven have done you know real wonders uh, it'd be very interesting to see if this line expands because you know we've got that um wacky uh wiz wizard or whatever his name is the black and white character from what from, from this warner brothers um oh yes that's right yes Yep. Yeah, he's. I can't remember his exact name. Well, see, see, that's it right there. There was some talk. Bizarro there was some talk in our Discord saying, "Look, this this feels a bit like one and done, yeah, like a bit yeah. like your SpongeBob." So I don't, I don't, don't know. We'll get like a second wave out of the no. SpongeBob license, and well, I don't think you we need don't need to. to. We don't need and, to. Do you know, we? the very fact that sort of we, you know, two out of the three of us blanked on this this other figure you're talking about. Like, I feel like when you go Animaniacs, you get it all done in one wave. They seem to be doing five figures in a wave these days. Um, that that that's Animaniacs. That's that cartoon. Yep. Pinky and the Brain, Animaniacs. Boom, done. Well, right. that's right. I think if they were going to do two waves, they would have dispersed Split them up. these five yep. characters into the two waves. But I, I think that's a ripper. Like you say, you know, Re, someone like that that loves the show, you can just jump on, spend a grand or whatever you know, like, <laughs> a lot of money, and, and get wrong. these get these in your hands in in a couple of years. But <laughs> no, that, that look, they look. I, I don't quite know what to do with this because I love them. You're, you're all in on well, Ultimates, aren't well, you? I, like... have, I have been for the most part. There's a few gaps. Like, I, what what didn't I get? Um, there's a, SpongeBob? I, yeah, I, I didn't Conan? get SpongeBob. Mm. And I didn't get the Conan. Right. There, but other than that, I've pretty much got most things. Mm. Um, and these really appeal. You know, these, these are fantastic. I don't know if I got Wave 2 of the, the Disney... Oh, okay. Ultimates, uh, you know the hippo yes. and that. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah. wave one, but Fantasia, Fantasia, style. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, that Robin Hood, I, I really like the look mm-hmm. of. But anyway, look, this is a it's a very strong wave, and I think this one will do very, very well. Oh, are you talking about Freakazoid? Freakazoid, Freakazoid. There it is. that's, that's the one. I pictured yes, it in yes. my head. I'm going, ah, yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so we've got uh, some more Necker reveals, and this this is just a packaging. So you know, we we don't usually. 
shout out packaging and things, but this packaging in particular has something very exciting on the side. And it's none other than sort of Necker's Frankenstein's monster from the crossover with Ninja Turtles. So we've seen the packaging for Raphael. And on the side of the box has some upcoming figures. Of course, we've got Leonardo as the hunchback of Notre Dame. And then, Frank, I'll let you take us through the what you think are the others. Um, I'm... From what I can tell, that looks like Michelangelo as the mummy. I yep. think if you zoom in, he's got sort of very, it's almost like dried out skin and, and it looks like uh, the mummy. And the last one is actually just sort of done in shadow, but with sort of, you know, lightning strikes behind it. And we believe that's some sort of April as Frankenstein's bride. Yeah, it has to be April. Yeah, 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 the right. big hair and everything yep. like that, which is interesting because the mail on this is that people are going, oh, why aren't they the same? you know, monster crossover as done in the original toys, right? These are these are the same concept, but they're yep. pairing different monsters with different turtles. And the theory is, is that, well, Super 7 have got that tied up because they're doing the toy license. Ah, of course. And so they've obviously sat down with their friends at NECA and gone, let's not release the same product of the same thing you know, roughly the same thing at the same time. Yeah, yep. Now, no, well, that said, Super 7 are probably a ways off getting to their versions of these figures. But so that's why they've switched them around. So April would seem to break with that mold. So I'm guessing it's more a um, uh, thing like the Munsters um, and have April as, um, what's her name? The, the, the wife out of that show. Yep. Like I, I feel it's April. Like clearly, you can tell from the from the shadow, but um, I think it'll be different to what we're. Yeah, like it's look, not going to be the same figure. I don't feel. Yeah, I, I think it, you, you're probably right. They will take liberty to make it. You know, because I think that April from the toy is a very yellow yes. coloring, and I don't think they'll be using yellow as their primary color. <laughs> um, but you're right. Like, and I think Super Seven are going to be. Look, even if they were to announce a Universal Monster Wave next. We're not going to get it for another, you know, year yeah, or a right. bit. So yeah. I think they'll be spaced out enough. But I think it's great. I think it's a good thing that they've, you know, separated and and done totally different things because we don't want to see too many of the same sort of things. I think. Yeah. So that's that's a good result. I think that's very exciting. I think it's nice to get you know a little few teasers on mm. the packaging. I think yeah, that's for very, sure. Very cool. And worth noting, no Donatello. Yeah, I was going to say that. How, <laughs> how do you guys feel that we've getting three out of the turtles? And what happened in the else? original wave? Wave two it of did. the yeah, universe. That's yeah. right. That's right. There's a precedent. <laughs> oh, it always it always bums me, I guess, to some extent. But did they did announce what figures we were getting? Didn't they? There was a tease, I think, that got pulled out of a computer system somewhere. Right. That and I believe. I think even at that time, it only had three out of the four turtles. I don't remember. It might have been Donatello that was missing, but um, I have to go back and check that. Um, I mean, look, it could be possibly on the other side of the box. There's another, you know, another three or four um, teasers. This is just a, a picture released by NECA. So... It will be um it'll be interesting to see how this goes. Is there any talk on when this is available? Well, I think I think this is in hand. Ra- yeah. Raph is in hand uh, images. I oh, think. okay. So this is a bit of a uh, you know exciting reveal. Like this is a pre-date. You know, customers getting it. This is yep. sort of a website has it, and yeah, okay. uh, you know, looking at it and doing a proper review of it. And I think this will, knowing Necker, they don't sort of you know release their stuff too long. Mm. No. So I think this will be it's early next year. And then uh, it'll be, you know, 
sort of so forth and so forth for Leo and Mikey and um, potentially April. Mm. Yeah, I, I'd love to see because I, I rate Donnie as a Dracula pretty high. I think that's one yes. of his best yeah. variants. Well, Dracula is one of the big monsters that's missing. So yes. yeah, yeah, we'll see see what happens. Mm. Very, Very cool. good. All right, uh, just quickly, who's in on that? Is anyone getting those? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I, I said I was trying to sort of wean myself off of the neck no, stuff, look, but then I saw these these pictures. I was like. Yeah, you got me. Like the movie line is winding up for me, and that's I just think that's that's too cool to yep. pass up. No, I agree. Cool, Trent. You no, look, or... I'm I'm not gonna grab those. Yeah. Um, I think just one. You know, just trying to limit what I'm getting, and um, I think for me the Super Seven. I'm still kind of keen on a few of the animated stuff. Like I saw the Ace Duck mm. from the NECA cartoon line, which I wasn't gonna get because I'm like oh, I prefer the Super Seven one. But seeing the images of that now in hand and and i might jump in and grab a few of those <laughs> nice. a few of those bits yeah. so i think I'll, I'll stick to what i've got without branching out too yeah. much more i'm a big monsters fan i love my horror movies and things but i'm very concerned about space and i just don't can't foresee where i'm going to put them so I'll i feel like skip. we say this a lot i'm not <laughs> going to buy this i'm not going to get yeah. it i'm out of space and yet we still come up with like new stuff. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's yeah. right. It happens. All right. That's the news for this week. And we're going to jump into our next segment. May the force be with you. Wise man say, forgiveness is divine, but never pay full price for late pizza. As you can see. Well, it was very exciting to get this six-part series. Is it only six? It's only six. Oh, yeah, wow. six okay. parts. So we're we're more than halfway through. Um, I cracked this, you know, not not too long. I think I think it was out for a bit before I actually got around to mm. watching it. But I have gobbled it up because mm. it's been uh, very fun, very enjoyable. I enjoyed this. Or well, I'm enjoying this a lot more than I am the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I just okay, okay. Beat wow. for that's, me. Pro- yep. that's probably the closest yep. comparison in terms of, you know, it's not crazy hijinks with yeah. Loki. It's not sort of you know alternate dimensiony types. It's much more grounded. It's series. very grounded. It's very grounded, and it's to me the the I mean, it's almost it's got a Christmas movie vibe to it, right? Yes. Clint's got to get home to his family for Christmas, but he's got this kind of dilemma this mm. predicament that ties in very nicely to the sort of the ronin story arc which we didn't get a lot yes, in endgame yeah, so yeah. it sort of fleshes that out a bit more in the logic because i think that was for me something that was just brushed over very quickly in mm. the movies but to me this is all about so there's there's that vibe of, of christmas hanging around which i think is nice that we're in that festive season now but to me this is really a character story between um you know his the the uh, Kate, Kate Bishop, Kate Bishop, and and Clint, and and the interaction between them, which I think is wonderful. Like mm. she's Kate Bishop's wonderfully cast, and that you know I think the very first episode is called "Never Meet Your Heroes," and so you know clearly she trains as an archer because she saw uh, Hawkeye in action in she, the she saw New, it New York. First hand, yeah. 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 I love that. Love that seeing alternate angles or, yes. or other people's perspectives on parts things that you know really well yeah, like yeah. it's that scene from avengers one where he's on the rooftop 
realizes he's about to get blown up, jumps, spins midair, and, you know, attaches a claw arrow and swings away. And she's enamored by that, despite the fact her apartment now has a gaping hole in it because yep. of the, the, the war that's going on. Um, should just preface this to say, we are going to spoil what's uh, left. Ben Ben is one episode behind, yeah, so we won't yep. hit the the latest episode per se, but of the of, if you haven't seen at least parts one, two, and three, you should probably stop listening. I saw on Instagram a shot by shot comparison of the uh, first episode where she witnesses Hawkeye doing his thing yep. versus what we saw in Avengers uh, the first movie mm. and it's it's perfect it yeah. is damn near perfect and they've done their research like, let's just say that and <laughs> nice. for, for that to be what you know um, I don't know eight five five years or something mm. between um, you know uh, that that movie and this TV series uh, I think that's a mad respect you know mm. So I think I, I I really enjoyed this. It was as you guys said, very very grounded. You know, uh, Hawkeye is definitely the less, uh, you know, Avenger that uh, gets the praise and you know wears dones the colourful outfit and mm. you know, oh, I'm here to every. No one recognises him when yep. he's walking down yep. the street and things, and they address that and yeah. stuff. And I I all these little aspects I think are fantastic. And yeah, always you know calling home and oh, he's got you know. He's getting older, so he's got yeah. a, the earpiece and things like that. Or so he's aid. not, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he's not invincible. Yep. You know, uh, I, I I really appreciate that uh, storytelling and things like that. So, and how good is uh, Steve Rogers the musical? Oh, I, I want to go see that. that right? is, it's, it's, I mean, it's it's so bad it's good exactly is that yeah. the way? like it's so <laughs> cringeworthy yeah. but you know some like broadway producers actually looked at that and is, is starting to plan some sort of well, avengers type musical well funnily enough when i was in new york <laughs> i saw spider-man the musical oh yes and it had music by the edge from um from you too yeah so look i really it's good thing it was called enter the dark or something something to that effect mm. and it was really cool like you'd swing around and, and all that i don't think it did no, terribly well i think it was a bit um, of a cursed production i think even yes somebody passed away I think you could on, be right. on the crew there was an accident or something yes so, yeah. yeah but but it gave me flashbacks kind of to that <laughs> but even cornier but i think it was a it was a brilliant scene because you could see how you know how they've played up the hero element but mm. clint and hawkeye is not about being a hero i mean yeah. he's he doesn't think of himself as a hero. I mean, he he's a, a weapon. He's an assassin, you know, who's lost a very close friend in Black Widow. Yep. And we're seeing that whole Ronan story play out. You know, what happened when he lost his whole family in the blip? You know, he went off kind of off the rails. He was unchecked. He was he went on this vengeance mission against the the mob. The mobs. And, yeah. The, all, like all the, the organized crime. The tracksuit yeah. mafia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. And, and it's interesting because they're, they're played like... You know, there's scenes of him chopping them all down. Mm. Like he's gone into a building and he's like stabs. He stabs one of the um, main villains' mm. father. Like just you know, stabs him through the chest. And um, you know, I was quite I quite like that guy. Like he seemed like quite a nice guy. You know, he seemed <laughs> seemed quite good. And there's Hawkeye just you know, sorty sorty on him. Sorty. Um, but you know, and then they played these tracksuit mafia. They're quite funny. Yeah. Like they're really quite the the comedy elements. And I sort of. I didn't feel that they deserved well, to be massacred. <laughs> they were just so bumbling. Yeah, but the, the reason I see that <laughs> no, is no, because a... the the top tier, like all the you know hierarchy and mm. all the, the upper management, have been wiped out mm. by Hawkeye, yes. by yeah. by the Ronin. So now you've yeah, got yeah. bottom level, like and and they're, because they're you know uh, tripping over each other, the one that doesn't trip over is now is awarded the head. Yeah. The head. Yep. And so you know it's sort of that. Um, 
conversation in uh, I think it's Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels where it's like, you know, you, you're such an idiot that, you know, the next idiot comes in and you're just less than, you know, a millimetre less than an idiot than he is. So you automatically go up the chain and, yeah, are just uh, hilarious. But uh, so that's what I see that the, that's what's happened. So yes. they're, because of the blip, because of all this sort of stuff, they're, um, they're just... You know, it is what it is now. Yeah. They're not they're not as organised as they used to be. And the the lead uh, villain, I guess we'll call it Echo, is uh, that's one of the spin off shows that was already announced. Um, I believe so. Even before Hawkeye debuted, right. they said, right. "Hey, we're going to yeah. do an Echo show, and she's going to spin out from Hawkeye." And so everyone was like. How's that going to work? We haven't even seen this person on screen at yeah. all. Yeah. Uh, look, we've only seen her in a couple of episodes, really. But you sit there and go, I, I, I want to know more. Like, how does someone who, you know, is ultimately the, the daughter of a tracksuit mafia honcho, and then she's on this quest for revenge because she's seen her father get killed and, you know, but she's she's deaf. How, do, how does that work? And, and that's one thing, both with Echo and with Hawkeye himself, that the use of sound in what we've seen so far is um is really quite interesting. You know, he can be it's the end of a end of a day and he's you know, he's beating up all the bad guys. Hawkeye sits down on the couch and then he takes the earpiece off and then the sound mm. of what you're watching changes. It, it muffles. And yeah. so you go, This is what it's like and there's a a wonderful scene where he's talk well not wonderful, it's a little bit heartbreaking to be honest, where he's talking to his kids, um, but I think his earpiece is damaged or lost and so Kate's having to translate for literally write down on a piece of paper your son is saying this and he's well, trying he did, to yeah, he have even, this conversation sort of guessing what his son is saying and kate sort of helping out and it's uh really well put together but also you know really really heartbreaking at the same yeah, time yeah but uh, yeah th- he thinks it's his wife and then oh no it's your son yeah. and which son and oh it's the, yeah. the youngest or oh, he can't sleep blah blah yeah. blah and also when um he goes back and eats breakfast or dinner or whatever day time of the day it was, he takes the earpiece out and she's talking, talking, talking. <laughs> yeah. talking, talking and then he puts and it back just, in. Yeah, just eating Sorry, it. Sorry, what? You know? <laughs> I think that's hilarious. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, the, I, I was a little worried seeing some of the early stuff where you go, oh, this is a yeah, clearly sort of handing over of the mantle type, almost buddy cop type stories. And sometimes those can come off as a little bit, a little bit forced and a little bit cheesy. You know, the kid character gets all the, the shmarmy lines and stuff. This has, it has a really nice balance of, Hey, this is serious. Guys are trying to kill us for whatever reason. And, you know, having those lighter moments to sort of, you know, without it being, super forced and super cheesy i thought the i thought the interaction between the main t- between hawkeye and hawkeye was um was really well done yep cool yeah i loved um there, there's some good comedy elements like the tracksuit mafia like he wants to get caught he's doing his yeah. catch and release so he basically goes there to get caught and um they put a mask on him to drive him to their hidden location which ends up being like a rundown kb toys yes which i found like yeah, really right, quite yeah. amusing um yeah, so the um, the tracksuit mafia bundled him into the car and they put like a mask over his face. And he's like, guys, I can see through the mask. <laughs> like they put, they put one on that, that obviously it doesn't cover his eyes. Yeah. And it's just like, just little comments like that. And like the you know, the tracksuit mafia complaining that, you know, the, the girlfriend's going to see Imagine Dragons and he wanted to go and now she's I love Imagine Dragons. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there were some really nice little, you know, like I love the little throwbacks. Um, to you know, like he's got his trick arrows, mm-hmm. and he's like, you know, just shoot this one into the air, and he he pulls out this pim, 
Yeah. Yes. Pim That's arrow. Pim particle. Pim particle yeah, and yeah. it just like makes the arrow just giant <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it crashes yeah. the car. Um, like little, I think moments like that, you know, that are fun and they, you know, call back into the universe. Yeah. Um, yep. All these sorts and of things. And they talk to the trick arrows as well. Like I think one of them is like the old plunger arrow, which yeah. I think is <laughs> even a reference yeah. to the old comic. Who yeah. has a plunger yeah. arrow? Yeah. 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 Yep. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah. good. So now. Then we got some um, a bit of a uh, intrigue in terms of there's a murder mystery. Mm-hmm. Um, d- was it Dumond? Uh, yes. Dumond the third. Yep. We got who's been knocked off by mm. sword, mm-hmm. right? And then uh, obviously in the in sort of that first heist where they they're trying to get this Rolex, um, trying to steal this That's, Rolex. Right? I'm curious about. Yeah, that. what's this this Rolex? Mm-hmm. You know what what's the deal there? Um, she dons one of the auction, sort of this black market yeah, underground, underground auction yep. that they um, infiltrate. And, and to protect her identity, she dons this Ronin costume, not knowing kind of, you know, the what, history of it, what yeah. it means and what, what that's going to stir up. But um, there's sort of, so there's this murder intrigue with, and then there's this, um, not something right with her mother's fiance. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He's obviously he's a better, you know, he's involved. Well, they they you know, uh, we won't spoil. Oh, but no, I saw the fencing and stuff yes, like so that he's, was cool. he's clearly yeah. a good fencer and yeah. he was holding back. There's some there's some more, you know, like where is he in terms of the organizational structure? Mm-hmm. How does he fit in? But what what I'm thinking there's a twist, right? Mm-hmm. And and I'm going to and I don't know anything, yeah, but sure. I'm just thinking there might be some sort of twist where the mums Involved. Oh, okay. So th- okay. this is what I'm. I'm yeah. just calling it. Yep, That's what yep. I think that you're going to find out that the mum is involved somehow. Yep. And she's more tied up with the murder of this mm. socialite, um, than than they're playing it to be the the, the fiance, right? Yeah. I think they're playing us to make us. Yep. Think the switcheroo. Yep. And switcheroo. And because I I think ultimately, the reason why I think that is there's no story because with the mum around, the mum being good. She's not going to want Kate Bishop to be superheroing. Mm-hmm. We we almost need that twist to to let, or maybe she'll come around and go. I oh, know yeah. this is your dream, and away you go. But I reckon that's going to be the trigger for her pushing off well, into that. Well, Mum runs a security company, right? And that's how come they're able to afford this amazing apartment in yep. the heart of New York City. Yep. And so you know, you run a security company in in one of the biggest cities on the planet. You're gonna you're gonna have ties to like dodgy people and, and yep. that sort of thing. So. Um, I'm almost waiting, and I'm not sure, given what you've said, if it's the mum or Jack himself. I'm waiting for one of them to have like a su- that, that's actually like a pseudonym who is a, a Marvel character, like some sort of uh-huh. tie-in. Yes. Like uh, uh, it'll be super obscure, to be completely honest. But I'm I'm waiting for them to okay. be, you know, back in my youth, I donned a costume or something, something like that, right. to make the Marvel fans go, ah, oh, that's why this person is a good fencer, or yep. well, that's why she's involved with the bad guys, you know, Madam. Uh, Madam Hydra or something weird out of the box like that. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. And the dog, is that dog of any significance? Not that I know of. I feel like if it is, it's a pretty pretty deep comic cut. I guess our old mate Druss might be able to help us out with that. He knows his Marvel better than yeah. I do. But, uh, yeah. This is know. just when you've got a Christmas story, you need a sort of a <laughs> you got to have a nice, a, a nice dog. A one-eyed lad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he likes pizza. Yeah. Who, who never yeah. does a poo inside. That's just amazing. <laughs> yeah. Left home all day. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's eating fine. pizza and ha- does not have the runs. Yeah, I want, I want that breed. <laughs> it's the TV fantasy dog. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do we think about the watch, though? Because I'm, I'm honestly not sure 
Like it's clearly an event. It's a MacGuffin. It's, yeah, so. but it's got to have some sort of. Why does Hawkeye want it so bad? Yes, clearly there will be some sort of review. I feel like it's someone's. It's not his watch. Yeah. Um. Some someone's watch Black, and, and Black Widow. Or yeah, something. yeah, and maybe that'll yeah. that'll yeah. unravel because he, he's really trying to keep the secret because mm. he's worried that they'll find out he's the Ronin and then his yep. whole family and he's yeah. at risk. Yeah. So he's trying to hold on to the secret. I feel like the watch will somehow link unravel. Yep. I, I think that's the the MacGuffin part of it. Mm. Um. Any any sort of closing comments or thoughts on the show? Um, there's a uh, you know, we won't talk to it, but episode four has another character. Oh, it's a juicy that, reveal, isn't it? I saw in. it and I was like, oh, I've been waiting for those post credit scenes. Watching on Disney Plus, if you let the credits play out, our thing is you go, well, it's staying in the like full screen, and only when it goes uh-huh. like to the smaller screen and it shows a splash page for something else, that's when you go, okay, there's it's no finished. more yeah. post credits. So yep. my, my wife and I constantly play this game, which is like. It's still large. It's still large. And she has a real thing where she's like, credits are playing, stop it, let's go to something else. Yes. But not with Marvel stuff. We're like, no, wait. Because I think it was uh, Loki was one of the first ones and they didn't do a, a, an end credits or mid credits till I think it was episode four or five. Yes. And then we just, we noticed, we're like, it hasn't gone small. Let's just play this out. So that's what we're kind of waiting for. And I think well, I haven't given, seen one yet. No. Yeah. And you said, that's why I was surprised when you said only six, but I guess that, puts the last episode in the week of Christmas more or less so yep. okay yeah right. so cool, we'll, cool, cool. we'll see what happens yep awesome just on that just on the credit scenes and mm. things uh, I went and saw Ghostbusters the other night Ooh. and what a fantastic film do tell I, I won't I won't give anything away I loved it I thought it was fun it it was exciting it was ac- action orientated nice uh, nostalgic homage and things but uh, there's one after credit scene mm-hmm. right and then um, we had a couple of Ghostbusters cosplay, right? And nice. then one of the guys in cosplay stood up and said, waved his hands around to the crowd. He said, don't don't anyone leave. There's another one right at the end. Just stay yeah. stay in your seats. <laughs> so that that was awesome that we got that announcement. Yeah. Uh, because you just never know these days. No. You, know? you just that, never those... know. Marvel have yep. certainly, Trained you know, us. Um, you know, you know, made the market wait for till the end mm. credits, but you just don't know, and and it's almost an anticlimax when there's nothing at the end <laughs> these days. So it's nice to know that you know oh, my waiting here is going to be rewarded. So do you think? And again, trying not to spoil stuff. Do you think it does enough to say, hey, there's stuff here to continue? Do oh. I? more Hands movies down, from this thousand percent okay, and that's cool. that's sort of where the after credit scenes come I into figured that's what really it would important. lead to I was yep. more guessing saying based on the quality of the movie not that they've left the story open no no I no, figured no they I would. think I think I think yeah quality I don't want to give anything act, quality of the actors in the storyline yep. oh, I think it mate, works mate Phoebe and uh, podcast I will lap that up hardcore yep. all right watching cool. more does this have sort of a with the kids a Stranger Things kind of vibe. Yeah, to interesting. The, it does it, a little bit, but you but you follow podcast, which is the younger um, daughter of of uh, Tom, which is yeah, the that's, guy. That's from, seriously her name, podcast. No, that's no, a no. The, the, guy, the guys. <laughs> that's the, cool. The kid's name is podcast. He's self proclaimed because okay. he walks around podcasting the whole time. <laughs> and and after the movie, my wife's like, "Did we ever get a real name out of podcast?" Because he self proclaimed, "My name is podcast." Okay. Why does everyone call you podcast? Because I'm constantly twenty four seven podcasting, right? And he's like you know got no no one listens to him right <laughs> anyway so um that, that that's in a joke in, in its own yeah so you never actually find out his real name it's just podcast from get go and uh then you got phoebe which is the daughter of um you know uh, egon? The, 
yeah, well, yeah. Grand, the granddaughter, granddaughter, granddaughter yeah. of Egon, which is the sister of Tom, which is the guy from Stranger Things. Yes, uh, and then mm-hmm. the um, he meets a girl, which is the fourth sort of you right. know, character in the Ghostbusters foursome yep. type thing that make up the crew. Uh, yeah, so look, um, I I I loved Phoebe. I, I, she just was fantastic to watch. A delight, a real science nerd, taking from her, you know, a lot of. Uh, you know aspects from her uh, grandfather, the late Egon, and uh, yeah, no, it's an amazing movie in my opinion. So highly recommend it. Um, my kid went, took the family along, and I was sitting next to my uh, ten, or oh, she'd be ten on Tuesday. Uh, my ten-year-old uh, daughter and uh, a lot of jump scares, and she jumped every time. So that just <laughs> that just meant she was invested in the film, but yeah. not to the point that she was like, "I'm scared." Yeah. Just oh gosh, that you know, that ghost or whatever <laughs> jumped out. Uh, you know, and it was purposely done. Yeah. Um, you know, myself, I didn't even flinch at all. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like it, I, it was awesome to sit there and watch her so invested in the film that yeah, she cool. was, um, you know, jumping at all the right moments that yeah. the directors had picked so loved it loved it very good all right we are pretty much done um any closing comments before we wrap this episode uh stay tuned next week for some special guests from melbourne they are special oh yes (laughs) (laughs) we love chris and dirty uncle mitch um there, there was talk actually uh Fresh was talking about trying to get down um, maybe to South Australia, try to coincide. Mm. I think there was like a something to do with Johnny's and the Santa. And oh, he was trying to work yeah, out yeah. if there was that, a toy fair be, on that same weekend. That'll be July. Yeah, yeah just year, after yeah. the uh, Mega Toy Next Swap year. meet. But mm-hmm. um, that would be cool if we could tee something up. Yep. Um, Fresh, you're, you're, uh, you're more than welcome down here for a pie floater. <laughs> and there's some Farmers Union iced coffee. He likes yeah, chocolate. Well, Chocolate. We'll, we'll take yeah. him down to Balfour's, you know. He loves that place. Oh, yeah. He loves Cafe de Village, <laughs> That's doesn't it. he? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the other one. <laughs> and a massive thank you to all our patrons and for the chatter on the Discord and to our newest member, Wilderness Nerd. Um, New Z- I think our first New Zealand Yes, first patron. one from across That's the Dutch. Across the Dutch. It's fantastic. We love... <laughs> Beached as so. It's a, it's a, <laughs> I don't know. Is such that, an old New Zealand reference now. Is it's it great. even in a, a New Zealand show? No, it was no, like a Australia, Australian, couple of Australians right. made it. Yeah. Okay, yeah, there we go. Um, but yes, wilderness nerd all the way over the ditch. Um, big into Masters of the Universe, Star Wars, and Indiana Jones, which is really cool. Cool to see a, an indie collector. Mm. So um, I think <laughs> he was saying um, we're an enabler. Right. Oh yes, we're an enabler, 100%. and and some of his vintage Thundercats are there because of us. <laughs> and I said, we're happy to be your enabler. Yeah, but if the wife says anything, we'll deny it. Right? <laughs> like, this is, uh, you know, it's not like there's 200 episodes you can go back and listen to as evidence. But sure, we'll, <laughs> right, we'll deny. That's right, we deny, <laughs> deny. And thank you for everyone else for tuning in to another episode. We love having your company. And uh, yeah, hit us up if you've got any questions. In in a couple of. In, a, in about a week, I think, uh, Ben, you're going to start a best of 2021. Yep. Voting, so yep. that's the vote will be open. We're going to touch on that early in the new year and recap on 2021 in terms of toys. So look out for that if you want to be involved and cast your vote. Get into it. That'll be uh, up shortly. Um, take care, everyone. Hope you're well. And we will see you around the toy aisles. And until next time. Good journey! You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. 
facebook.com slash toypowerpodcast at toypowerpodcast on both Twitter and Instagram or have your say and email us toypowerpodcast at gmail.com subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher and please leave us a review otherwise we just assume we're awesome